Andy Check. It begins. Say something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, that works. All right, so this is Sessions, episode f- five, maybe. And uh, for this, so it, this is usually a tattoo podcast, and that this will be the most uh, untattoo-related episode yet. I'm in Vegas, and uh, I'm here with my best friend, Chris Brindle. What's happening? Chris, um, the traditionally people describe themselves... So, what are you? What am I? So, uh, yes, I'm your best friend. <laughs> that's, <laughs> no, that's a physical so, description. Uh, yeah. So, for, uh, for the listeners here, I'm uh, I'm that the half Filipino guy that uh, that you've referenced. Oh, in, I, uh, I've talked about you. Yeah. yeah right. Absolutely. Yeah. You're you're the the person that I can never get rid of. Absolutely. Yeah. So I <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what uh you know I, I coming into the podcast I kind of uh, did a little bit of research. I I, I mean I know on, on me your best friend. Oh, dude, I don't know Jack. <laughs> when it comes to you, I don't know shit. No, uh, yeah, so I, I listened to a couple of the episodes, but you know, I still wanted it to be like almost completely random, so I listened to yeah, I don't, like, I don't have a format, so just yeah, studying does nothing for oh, you, man, right? especially this episode. This is off the mark. This is this is us in Vegas on vacation, and <laughs> I feel like uh, the admit one, I get a, a tattoo ticket a voucher that That's I get to turn in later. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what's weird is that I haven't tattooed you, and I've known you my whole life. Yeah, I really don't have a lot of tattoos. It's not really a... You know what? Tell them about the one you got. Oh, man, yeah, the one I have. So um, we grew up in a time where... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so if you're familiar with the the jackass guys, you know, those are the people that I idolized. So, yeah. I think it's fair that you can describe this tattoo as your greatest fear of going to prison and a set of instructions <laughs> for anyone you may come across. <laughs> I was going to say, there's a set of instructions if you're driving on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I got it. So I have I'll, a tattoo. It says exit only. <laughs> on his ass. Yeah. That's important. <laughs> like, it, it, it's in, it's it's like, uh, it's cursive. It's, it's a beautiful font <laughs> for the general idea of please don't have sex with my butt. We're going to go ahead and put it in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> <No, no, laughs> So, oh yeah, I probably could do that. Yeah, a little photo yeah. of your ass on the bottom. No, I want to get uh, listens. So we're in Vegas, and you're uh, criminally sober compared to usual. Mm. I, mm. We just couldn't time this where you were in your your normal state. Mm. Celibate, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> Maybe later though. We're gonna go to a Chevy Chase era casino named South Point, where the drinks are strong flowing yeah. yeah and then maybe we'll come back and do a part two when chris is like three sheets man yeah so uh you know we, we've kind of done uh, this trip a little bit different like so this is not our first time here no 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 we <laughs> frequent this place a lot at this point i, I have- like to say that we broke the world we were here right before covid and here we yeah. are almost before the nuclear war <laughs> World <laughs> War III. every time we come to vegas Some, something happens something terrible happens oh something terrible did happen yeah, yeah. Oh. It, it's okay. We can laugh about it. <laughs> so, oh, we did laugh about it. <laughs> so last night, uh, Chris and I were over at MGM, which is across from where we're staying. We're at we're at New York, New York, the the finest establishment out here. Um, it is a theme park, basically, and a casino in one. That doesn't matter though. We went to MGM. We were going to see Caw. Um, I was standing at the craps table with him and got unusually sick. Just hit me out of nowhere. And like sober sick, so there was no reason for it. And I was like, ah, I don't want to see this show, man. I'm not feeling good. So we we left and we went outside the the doors, and there was a dude stabbed, assumedly to death, 
right? I, I mean, mean, it was it was pretty bad. He was not moving. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the cops had just got there and they were they were forcing us off the the bridge, and this dude was lying maybe. He's maybe twenty feet from us. Yeah, and yeah, he, he's pretty yeah, close. He wasn't moving, and he was covered in blood. Somebody just left him there. So um, we—I have no more information other than that. But um, R.I.P. Man, man, you know. And then this morning we go out, and I, I walk over the same bridge, and not a sign of it happening. <laughs> They're really like... good at power washing away the <laughs> the blood, excrement, and 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 comings and goings of people. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna need a cleanup on aisle two. Dude, they have like what is it, uh, Monster Sink? The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where the dude gets a sock on him. They've got that crew out oh, here. Oh, I don't want to downplay murder, but well, if you can't laugh about it, it's Vegas. <laughs> it is. It's you know what's weird is had I seen that at home, it pr- it would have left uh, a little indelible mark. But something about a dead body in Vegas just feels like part of what I paid for. You know, it's it really is a gritty city. It is. That, that's why we come here. That, I, I love it. Yeah, we're, I, we're I not no problem with the grit. We're not classically good people, mm. so it kind of works. Like I don't view you and I as like a a Tahoe ski resort kind of vacation. No, group. definitely not <laughs> that type. Yeah, this town fits us in a terrible way. Um, you brought. You were the first one to bring me out here. Yeah, dude. You know, I've been coming out here since I was uh, uh, thirteen. I uh, was the first yeah. time I came. Your dad uh, brought my you. Parents brought me. Yeah, on a on a family vacation and I, ruined I, me. <laughs> I never thought I'd like this town. I think I told you over and over. Like, I'm. Why would I go to Vegas? I didn't gamble. Mm. I don't drink. Right. And you, being you. <laughs> knew the darkness that was down in my soul and you kept saying no I, no no dude i'm telling you this yeah, is for you <laughs> and you disney were right. world for adults yeah, yeah I, i've been on my best behavior this trip around it's this one. been yeah i'd say we've been pretty good this trip uh i definitely didn't go as far in the hole financially as i usually do last trip i think i played slots and i was like 3k in the no i was 2k in the hole in the first day and then 4k by the end and i mean it was a it was like a nosedive there was no pulling up <laughs> i didn't make any i didn't win anything this time is better if you're coming to this podcast for any gambling advice i would advise strictly against it don't <laughs> this is not that podcast well you know what's terrible about that you and i have strat we i mean we've literally studied read books on all these card games oh, yeah. and we do well when we give a shit but what happens when we get out here dude uh, you know what it is? It's, like, it's, it's too like, much work to be good. Losing $20, just I don't really feel it anymore. <laughs> like, no. I need to be... It definitely turns into five digits before I'm feeling it. Man, I'm, I like to think about like the most high-stakes gambler turning to Russian roulette. And it's <laughs> like, he's like, I just need to feel something. How like, far from that are we? Oh, man. Well, I, Two trips. Yeah. <laughs> The next podcast is going to be much shorter. <laughs> it's just going to be me or you. <laughs> no, so I like the format what we're going to do in this one. So I think we're going to do this uh, in a series of recordings. Okay, that's what I was thinking too. We'll yeah. do because we're we're at night two. Night one was I felt sick and we just saw a man get murdered. So I wasn't feeling like getting on mic. To oh be man, you know what? I I was kind of nervous before getting on the mic, and now like I feel like I'm on a I feel like I'm on a soapbox here. I can kind of just go all day. Yeah, that's the problem, man. Is it, it'll like eke the uh, the ego out of you? Yeah, and then you'll go on a rant, and oh. then you'll listen to it later, and you'll be like, <laughs> "Fuck, I wish I had editing control." <laughs> <laughs> well, right now, so I, I'm starting off. It's uh, it's about like eight o'clock at night. I'm drinking coffee. So is it eight only? It's it's early. Oh my god, it's eight ten. Yeah, the night is young. Okay, so we are doing this in a series. So we're going to 
head to South Point. Get it. Get our very cheap gamble on. Shout out to South Point. I don't know if you guys have any sponsors yet, but... Uh, yeah, we've been sponsored by Wendy's, uh, a lady named Christine on one episode, and... Um, but none of them have paid me. I'm waiting on my spicy chicken sandwich. <laughs> waiting on those checks. <laughs> South Point definitely can't pay me. Red Bull's a, another one. I, I I wouldn't be drinking coffee if I had a Red Bull. How I, I you I don't even know where you got. Oh, to sponsor us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking lost me. So, so South Point is hard to describe. That's where we're heading next. But it's off the strip. It's South uh, Las Vegas Boulevard. Yeah. yeah. How do you describe it though? It's it's like a like the floor looks like the seats of an old bus. Have you seen The Shining? Yeah, that's <laughs> so, a great example. That hallway with the carpet. Yeah, like the carpet matches the casino. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, so that is that's a great example. It is that creepy, dingy, desperate place. But I don't know why we like it so much. There are people oh, having the their drinks. worst nights there. Yeah. Oh man, you know, and during the summer, whenever it's in full swing, like PBR, I'm not a fan of bull riding, but man, you know what? There's something about a guy climbing on top of a two thousand pound animal and just riding it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's weird about that place too. Is like you show up and there's nothing that indicates that there's a whole goddamn rodeo there somewhere. I still haven't seen it. I've been there for like five times. Oh man, yeah, you gotta see it. Where's yeah. the rodeo? Are we gonna do that tonight? Yeah. Can I go see it? Oh gosh, yeah, we should right. definitely do guide that. me, dude. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Oh, for sure. I could be talking you through this mirror. I'm craning my this neck here. This is amazing. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So earlier, yeah, I was trying to talk to Tyler. I'm, I'm walking to the bathroom, looking at him in the mirror, and I just walk right into the door. <laughs> like, sober still. Sober. But yeah. Oh, man. I, I'm definitely ready to see the editing. Like, this is Chris. <laughs> this is Chris now. <laughs> like, oh, the hard smash cut to drunk Chris. So oh, what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have you probably outro the first part so that I can have you intro the second. So I can go from like, all right, yeah, you know, and thanks for having me on instantly to, where's my fucking ba, shoes? Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Welcome to Sessions. <laughs> I, You know, I, I like toyed around with an intro and I can't find one that I like permanently. Zyler. Zyler's podcast. I don't know. I truly hated that. Yeah, like, yeah, there's this website. It's like uh, it's like Fiverr. You could like reach out to these guys, pay I, this dude five bucks, and be like, "Hey, man, I need an intro song," but something. you get no royalties. <laughs> <laughs> we could find this like, guy at South Point. Oh man! So can we talk about the homeless? I, I just want to talk about the homeless. Yeah, let's get serious for a minute. <laughs> the homeless in general. For all those listeners at home, if if you know a homeless guy, can you just give him five dollars for me, please? <laughs> no, no. Do we, no, we want to talk about your relationship with the homeless man? God, you know. Okay, so last time I came here, I was like, "There's a homeless guy," and I was like, "I was like staring him down," and I was kind of like, "You aren't homeless. You you were drunk actor. on Jameson, yeah, which is the evil you comes out on Jameson. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> we 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 argued a lot when you were drunk on Jameson. I don't uh, even remember about what. I make a lot of good points. It, yeah, that's I don't know. certainly that's what it is. Sober me's off base, but drunk Chris is nailing it. <laughs> I'd vote for that guy. But we no. we were walking the strip, and there was a homeless dude with a sign, and I had noticed Chris looking at him for far too long, and so I was like, "What?" I was like, "Dude, what are you doing?" He's like, oh, I'm just reading the sign. And I was like, it's two fucking words. <laughs> and I was like, are you eyeballing this dude? And he was like, 
I power trip with the homo sometimes. <laughs> no, a lot of the times, I mean, like, this guy, is this guy, like, does he have a, he might, you know, I don't know. He's not homeless. You don't trust him. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't blame you, dude. Really I don't cool. blame you. Like, so Holly and I will go eat at a place uh, called Potbellies. Mm. This broadcast brought to you by Potbellies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they, there's a homeless lady, well, homeless in quotes, yeah. that she'll collect cash all day and then she'll come and count it at this pot bellies while we were sitting there eating. And mm. then she gets picked up by a truck and like, I watched her count like $380 oh, in dude, a day yeah. and it wasn't even a weekend. So See. I get your skepticism is due. Yeah. So back home, back in, in our childhood home, I, I, Midland. I, 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 back I mentioned in Midland. It. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolute shithole. We have, <laughs> there's this, this homeless lady and she's been homeless for years. Like she has one leg She's standing on crutches. Okay, see that I buy. <laughs> but but no, but hear me. Like, so <laughs> okay. Yeah. She, first yeah, of all, they have a cardboard sign with this universal sharpie that all of them own. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, somewhere the, the community sharpie. Yes, yeah, somewhere they're like, oh, you're homeless. Here's your sharpie. <laughs> like, so uh, no, she's standing on her leg with her crutches, and the the sign reads, uh, "Please help. I'm on my last leg," which is clever. Of it's course, clever. One day, like I'm coming home, and like I guess she's she's done doing her eight to five, and like <laughs> she's walking on her, she's she's crushing on over to her. Did she Mercedes. have an inexplicable she has second a leg? Mercedes van? Oh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. She's <laughs> seriously one leg. Okay, but like, uh, oh God, she's nicer got a Merce- than my car. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's what this lady. This lady had made. I mean, we watched her make three fifty, and I mean, it was like two o'clock. She couldn't have been out there that long. What I'm thinking. Is a lot of these guys they don't see themselves as homeless. They see them, themselves as like street performers or buskers, b- whatever that is. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, dude, this this town's full of them. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I was a kid with a dream. <laughs> now, I'm oh, like, shit. now I'm an old man with oh, a cardboard sign. <laughs> that's bleak. All I've got is my drumsticks oh. and these buckets. Yeah, I imagine a lot of this is going to be cut. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I I. Put it all out there. Can we cuss on here? I don't know. Yeah. Is this... Nobody actually hears these. Oh. They're like, yeah, you can cuss in the woods too. Yeah. <laughs> <It's not> like... <laughs> there's no fucking difference. No. <laughs> there's a, uh, I actually was surprised. I, there's, I don't know. They're, keep in mind that people are listening now. I've checked my stats and apparently people give a shit. So, you know, if you want to lie about who you oh, are, this man. is the place to do it. Yeah. So ladies, if you uh, are <laughs> interested in tall... No, 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 yeah, like, Nordic skin. Like, didn't he say he was Filipino? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I I have not described myself yet. Most people that are listening know. Well, you know, at first it was um, my listeners were like clients yeah. because oh, I could yeah. I can look at them. They have a little map of For where sure. people are listening from, mm-hmm. and it was all Houston and and Dallas and Austin. Yeah, but we gotta, we gotta pump those numbers. No, up, it's maybe. like Belgium and oh, Tennessee. Wow. It's all over the fucking place now. There we go. There's okay. a, there's some diehard little cluster <laughs> in Belgium. International. Yeah, wow. it's <laughs> happened, man. Canada. So, cause th- I started, uh, I put it up on a couple different formats and I guess it, it moved outside of my grasp. So, oh, nice. So my point being is there are people out there judging you now. <laughs> oh dude, that's great. Well, you know what? I, I love criticism. So, uh, uh in thrive. You know, yeah, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Most shared episode is what I'm striving for right here. You think? Yeah. Okay, I got to get you a lot more inebriated. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude. Can no, I? This is let like, me get Jameson and is, Weed, Chris. This is here. like getting our feet wet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I probably shouldn't say weed, right? No. You, yeah, we don't smoke weed around here. No. <laughs> no like, like I don't have HR. I could say whatever I want, but you actually work for someone. 
go ahead and mention your work now that I've mentioned weed. Be very specific. <laughs> no, yeah. No, I don't know where I work. I'm, yeah, I'm, don't mention I'm it. I'm currently unemployed. I'm not, I'm not looking to get you fired. All those listening. From your hi-fi <laughs> figure job. So, so for those listening, if you happen to work with me, yes, um, this is my two-week notice. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, I, I completely take that back. Like, my boss is definitely going to listen to this. Oh, for real? Should I cut out the weed part? No, nah, I don't care. Okay. No, no, I yeah, wasn't yeah, going yeah. to. You know what? We might. We might. Tell you what. Yeah. We'll revisit it later. Yeah, absolutely. There's no chance I'm cutting it, but I will <laughs> try to talk you out of wanting me to. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of loophole is that? I'm going to gaslight you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know what? The easy the, the easy way around this is just I'm not going to smoke weed. <laughs> no, like, oh, <laughs> so yeah, you're like, yeah, he might have mentioned I did, but I didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we're just kidding. This is a drug-free podcast sponsored by Dare. <laughs> well, it's a drug-free town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Vegas like, is like waspy, very Mormon. It's very gritty. <laughs> it it has a taste. When yeah. You, so that that's what I was mentioning. So you brought me out here. Mm-hmm. And like that that's how I know we're like bonded for life is I had certain um, ideals about who I was. Oh, yeah. And then you were like, that's bullshit. <laughs> just just <laughs> I'm wait like, till you come to Vegas. Yeah, because I was like, I don't do any of these things. I have no no real vices. I meditate. I eat clean. And you were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so well, oh, I, I came out with you and your now ex. Yeah. And um, yeah, you you were right. I definitely was wrong about myself. This has a play. <laughs> this place has a way of peeling back the layers. It does for sure. It made me realize that mo- you have these ideals about yourself that are born of like theory. Oh, but you yeah. don't know because you've never tested them in the field. So a lot of his access. It, <laughs> that is like, it's access. Yeah, like, I didn't know I wanted those things until they were presented before me. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm, maybe I'm not the same. Fair person. enough. Access. Yeah. It's it was me essentially being like, Well, I probably could survive on Mars, but then you took me to Mars. Yeah, I, like, I never wanted to kill a guy. And they were like they were like, Hey, this is a hundred dollars. They put a price to it. Oh no, no. And I could afford it. I would, <laughs> like, I would not kill a guy. No on purpose. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> like, like I know a guy. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, it's not as expensive as it's, you think it is. Yeah. No, yeah, Vegas. Oh man. Okay, so the way it all started was, yeah, I was taken here at a young age. Man, that sucked. Came back at 17. Man, still can't do anything. Came back at 19. Still can't do nothing. 21. And boy, did the, the I feel like you could have just open. chopped the whole first part of that story off of the yeah. lost. <laughs> just start at 21. This is where editing comes <laughs> this in. Is, yeah, know? I'll get that out of there. Don't worry. Yeah. All right. So 21, you showed up with your dad, right? Yes. Yeah, so Papa Brindle. The first real good experience was at 21. And uh, now I need to preface: I've mentioned your father in passing on this already. Really? Yes. <laughs> okay. But in passing, in I haven't mentioned him directly, but I have uh, alluded to our childhood. Oh man, I, I, you know what? What I think is going to be good about this episode, if we could really do a deep dive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason I'm bringing it up is no. for uh, the linear sake of the storyline. I, I need to mention that the same father you came to Vegas with is not 
and not anymore. He's not the same guy he was. No, age, father time is really you know. Oh yeah, toll. He's just doesn't have to fight in him anymore. <laughs> oh, but he was every bit. Whatever you probably said, yeah, it's probably it was true. it was fair. It was he and he and my stepdad were I discussed them as prize fighters, but he's my stepdad is gone out of the picture. I'm I'm almost certain he went to jail and then now he's a pianist on a cruise line. Oh wow. That's not a joke. I what a yeah. transition. So he's he's beating he's, women in the Bermuda now. He's really into his third act. <laughs> <laughs> but your dad uh retired as a fairly wealthy man in the Philippines, he's doing right? Well, he's doing well. He had to come back cuz of the whole COVID thing. But really? Yeah, yeah, cuz uh, you know, you had to be a Filipino citizen to stay. I didn't know that. And uh white guy yeah <laughs> like, it's pretty easy to pick him yeah. out oh man you know even his house that he owns i think oh man did yeah. they yeah what happened to that that's a beautiful well, hopefully he doesn't hear me talking about this do well, you, actually, okay do you really like, think your dad's a target no, demographic of my tattoo podcast not, <laughs> like uh when it comes down to like his you know he's married to another filipino and like it actually comes down to like 49 51 because like being American, you can't actually own property. Like oh. you, like they want everything to stay like Filipino. So is it there. government subsidy? To, like, do, do they just yank it out from under them if they feel like it? No, they just whatever they came to like the the purchasing of it. They were like, yeah. hey, so she's the majority shareholder in this. Purchase. Oh, oh, it just so it defaults to her. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Can you if trust anything her? Would happen. Oh, I no, I do. Yeah, man. Okay. I, I love my stepmom. She's like she. You've thing. mentioned she's pretty fucking cool. She is. She's a dentist. <laughs> she's absolutely yeah. Adore her. She's not your mom. I love your mom, man. <laughs> yeah, I love. I love my mom <laughs> yeah, too. But she sounds cool. Some wild cards. Here. Oh shit! I just derailed the hell out of what you're saying. So you came here at 21 with him. I just needed to preface it's the same yeah. same guy. Oh, God, yeah. So you come at 21. 21. Yeah, um, and he gets you a hooker, right? <laughs> no, you know what he did? He actually cock blocked me from a couple hookers. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh God, dude, amazing. So 21. I'm talking up these two ladies, and like things are going great. Once again, you know, you don't know yourself until the layers really peel back. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, access. A- access. 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 And uh, yeah, two chicks at the same time. Jesus. <laughs> but well, he cock blocked that. He did. He came over there and he's okay. like, hey, how's it going, son? And uh, thanks, dad. And they're like, oh, you're here on a family vacation. So <laughs> what you're actually describing is an unsuccessful threesome. Oh, but yeah, you know. Chris, it, it I'm in a definitely... constant state of an unsuccessful threesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were sucking. Yeah, this is, uh, this is my MO. <laughs> I don't really find myself in a lot of three ways. <laughs> oh, no. But, uh. <laughs> you know, I, I I would beforehand I would say I'm above it. <laughs> presented with the option, now I'm like, well, you know, let's kick it around a little bit. <laughs> We're gonna put it on the board. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> okay, we'll put it on the board. That's oh. that's basically Vegas. When you brought me out here, it was all these things. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. That's terrible. That causes addiction. That you know. It went on the board the first oh, night gosh. I was here. Man, and you want to talk about immersion. Like, came out here, um, we have a timeshare, had a timeshare. 21, I stayed a full week. Seven oh, days in Vegas. Jesus. Yeah, you have to fill a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> There's a big lot of time. For those of you who don't know, Vegas is more of like a three, four it, day No, max. it's a two day town. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Definitely a two day town. Yeah. Enough time that it gets out of your system. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a two day town. It is. So I, <laughs> that's the first time I came out here. <laughs> I had, I made a mental note. I got off the plane. I was super excited. 
and then I noticed the people waiting in the airport to leave. <laughs> and it had an effect on me. It, it, it is, it's two different groups. They didn't look good. Yeah, there's the group coming in, and they're fresh. And then there's the group going out from the front line, and they're on rations, and they it's look got, bad. It's got a little bit of sheen on it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, you take the grit home. Oh, my god! I know dude. Vegas is famous for their slogan that it stays here, but it does not. It doesn't. It does. <laughs> a chunk of that comes back with you. Yeah, and you know, and getting here and... Uh, gambling. I love gambling. I didn't realize I'm a gambler. Yeah, I didn't know either. I became a prolific gambler since my first time out here with you. Oh, man, even back home, we do high stakes rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, dude, we bet on everything, man. We're going to 10 bucks on a coin flip right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when you, you brought me out here and I played blackjack the first time, and I remember the first hand I won on, I made a mental note where I was like, okay. Right. This is a problem. This, this <laughs> and it kind of feels good. Yeah, it spiraled, <laughs> and then it turned into like I was buying full. I mean, I think when we came home, I I signed up and I started playing poker online. Oh yeah, and we were playing tournaments, actually doing quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, you 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 kind of helped me become quite a good poker player. I've yeah, won quite a few yeah, tournaments. I dabble. I like to. Uh, I'm a card. Oh, player. you more than dabble. You're quite good. Yeah, thank you. Thank um, you. I've done a, a couple of things. Yeah, I mean, it rubbed off. I was winning them too. So you know, you're good enough to teach me the basics and beyond i mean Man. you were sending me all those books and stuff that shit went a long way dude i'm telling you and then so tonight so tonight that's what i like about uh the place that we're going to be going to south point yeah it's the best place to gamble it is <laughs> not sponsored by south point yet no they <laughs> south point struggling constantly there's an air of desperation in that building yeah but the drinks are good the the waitresses are fair <laughs> in their third act yeah. the waitresses are um uh, what's a diplomatic word? <laughs> I was like, you know what? I mean, in this in this climate, I can't even. I can't. I, I just, I'm struggling to find a word. I don't have the word there. <clears throat> they are no longer paying off student loans. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, dude. I remember last time that we were here. At this point in the trip, you were like. I would be okay if we went home tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever feel like the wind is out of your sails? <laughs> I, the last trip I was, I was in the hole immediately. Like, 4K, day two. Yeah, I was ready to go home. Because <laughs> this town's great if you pay it for every instance. Mm-hmm. Nothing is for free here. As soon as you're broke, get the fuck out. Man, I remember whenever, like, my dad used to be like, oh, yeah, Vegas is so cheap. What? (laughs) I know. Like, how many years ago was that? The 80s. (laughs) Didn't he stay at the Venetian? One of the most expensive ones out here? That's all. Yeah, Venetian, Aria, they get... You know why it's cheap is because he doesn't know how to gamble. Do you remember (laughs) when we were, we went to the Venetian to meet him, Mm -hmm. and he sat down on a slot machine? So, like, when you sit at a slot machine, the right way to do it is you just put your money in, you jam the button, and you pray to fucking God. Yeah. Your dad pulled up the, the, the table and started reading the rules on the game. Dude, I know. <laughs> I was like, what is like, this? There's only one goddamn button. Even if you know how it works, you can only do one thing. Simplicity is key. <laughs> and he's, like, he's like, oh, so if I get three of these bad boys, and I'm like, just hit the button. That's and all I- it I don't know how he does it. I don't know. Well, he lost. That's... Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But, but I mean, I don't know why. Like, why would you pay so much money to stay at some of these properties just to give away more, you know? I So my idea with his Vegas is that he doesn't gamble a lot. So he, for him, it's just the room and the food and then the alcohol's free. So he probably 
from that perspective, loves it can it. be pretty cheap, right? Loves it. Yeah. The alcohol, not so much. He's kind of like he's he definitely can't hang like he used to. He definitely yeah. He's more about like soda. He loves pop. That ain't like, free. No, not out here. <laughs> like, I pay more for soda here than I do anywhere. Oh, but you're absolutely right about the food, like the the experiences, yeah. the the shows. Yeah, they do that. But I, I don't see how it's. Che- I don't know by any metric. I don't find this place cheap at all. No. Oh gosh, dude. And like even transportation, like it's crazy. Like, yeah, Uber, Uber. We spent like four hundred dollars in Ubers. Yeah, you per know, trip. and then you're like, oh yeah, it's way cheaper than taxi. But now like they're on the same, they're, they're on yeah. level playing field. No yeah. difference. They they really managed to squeeze the taxi company pretty hard on that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Did I tell you when I came out here post COVID? Uh, the last time it was me, you, and. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The I got out of the the plane and got in a taxi, and the entire trip from the the airport here was the taxi driver like shaking me down for tip money like oh, just man. telling me and he even took a phone call from his daughters it, while i'm in the fucking taxi <laughs> and they're like they're like when are you coming home papa <laughs> <laughs> after i get this tip after this from this last ride yeah he's like, like he's like well depends if this guy tips me well i can be home at six and I was like, you're not getting home at six, buddy. <laughs> Hang it up. <laughs> you're going to have to do a couple more trips. You're going to see them at eight. <laughs> yeah, oh, he, he let me know it was real bad out here post-COVID. And then and then last night, that guy got stabbed to death. Yeah. And I, in the Uber, the Uber driver was saying, uh, a cop got shot last week. And he was like, yeah, that's the new Vegas, man. Oh, I love it. Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> Fallout New Vegas, baby. Yeah, like- I mean, we came here for the grit. It just got a little grittier. And then this morning when I was trying to find out more info on the stabbing last night, because mm. uh, I don't know if I, I might have mentioned it, it I can't keep track of any shit I just said, but they the dude got chased down and they pinned him outside of our hotel, They the guy who did the that's stabbing. That's right, yeah. that's right. So, But I was looking up to see what the news is on that, and it was just like 13 stabbings that happened <laughs> last night. I couldn't even narrow it down. <laughs> 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 we are not laughing about the humor of stabbing. No, it's the absurdity it of is, this town. It is the absurdity. Yeah, We're also like, quite sleep deprived. I also, know. I'm not like a paragon of morality. So, yeah, I'm probably laughing at the murder. If I'm honest, <laughs> there is no depth no. to my shallowness. It's <laughs> no. <laughs> you just don't come out here to be a good person, I guess. And also, the guy who got stabbed, he was half the battle. Yeah, it, I mean, there's a giver and a taker, and yeah, I'm, I'm going to say he got it was an altercation, and he was stabbed. And I, if you spend five minutes in this town, you know not to talk shit to anyone. You never know who's going to yeah, let loose on you. I really you. don't talk, like talking to a lot of people here. I mean, I do. Yes, you do. We I just do. got out of the. Okay. <laughs> we were in the elevator. <laughs> Chris talks to everybody. We were in the elevator, and this old uh, group of women. Uh, it was like two dudes and a, and a woman got on. They're probably in their sixties, and the elevators are key card run. You can't. If your key card doesn't work, you're not going anywhere. You live on the elevator. So they're, they were... Oh, hold on. Back to it. <laughs> so these people got on the elevator, and they couldn't work the key card. So they would press the button for their floor, and it wouldn't light up. And they're just standing there staring at each other, kind of like, well, what do we do now? So Chris goes, well, you can't go to the 20th floor. It's under maintenance. And nothing. And then he goes... Well, I almost bowled a perfect game today. 
And even I was like, what the fuck is that? And nothing. <laughs> and so as we get off the elevator to leave these people to God knows what, because they're not going to their floor, <laughs> Chris just goes, shit, tough crowd. And they all fucking died. <laughs> they didn't want to give him anything in that elevator. So he stole it on the way out. <laughs> I've never met a stranger. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, no, you're, you're gregarious, man. You talk to anyone. I try. Okay, so yeah, all right. so uh, I do talk to people. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's. Uh, do you remember when you got very completely blasted at Excalibur, and you tried to fight a guy because his shoe, his shoe color? No, you don't remember. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was me. You and this sounds like something I could. <laughs> okay, uh, an altercation occurred today <laughs> over shoes. <laughs> yeah, it was the most ghetto I've ever seen you act. <laughs> So we went to Excalibur, which is desolate. That it's it's the worst hotel on this on the strip. So we, it, to enjoy the people watching, you know, we yeah. got we went there, and Chris was gone. A whole, I think you at that point had chugged a bottle of Jameson on the bridge, just hammered. <laughs> yeah, you were you were. Gone. I mean, I don't remember the story, but it's everything checks out. So far. <laughs> it doesn't sound like me. So the story is: we go to Excalibur. Uh, I disappear to go dig my slot hole even deeper. Um, I, I think by the time I was another 800 down, I came in to find you. You were on the uh, three-card poker table, and you had set a $100 bill on the table, and the lady didn't. She she dealt everyone else first before she took your money, and you fucking lost it. Dude, that, okay. <laughs> you do remember this, right? It's starting to come back to me, <laughs> because that sounds very familiar. Yeah. I, was, I came and sat next to you, and I was oh. like having to get... And this is quarantine time, so like I'm having to literally... Uh, try and calm you down through plexiglass. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like an animal. I'm like tapping on the glass and I'm like, hey, man, pump the brakes. She doesn't, she doesn't care. And, you, <laughs> and you're like, no, this shit's fucking personal. The moral of the story is Jameson. Jameson, dude. I told you, don't touch that shit. You are not the same guy. You're usually like such a nice drunk, but Jameson brought something out. So anyways, I, I was like, all right, Chris is too much to handle. So I just left you and the dealer to work it out. And I, and then I come back like 20 minutes later. I think I'm another 800 down now. And, <laughs> and like, I That's find, how we pinpoint where we are in the night. Yeah, it's a scale. It's a, it's a money scale. And it starts at zero and ends at 4,000 at the end of the trip. So it's wherever number I'm at in there, counting... Down. Oh, negative. <laughs> That's our clock. But anyways, I come back to you, uh, negative 800, and you are furious at a guy at a craps table. I can't... Dude, I couldn't even get you to explain what he had done. But he... I think he just rolled wrong, but you were... <laughs> the way you were trying... Yeah, you know. But you just... Your description of him was that the problem was the shoes. <laughs> you were like... <laughs> You're rolling like a fucking moron with your yeah. shoe. Like, I don't know. No, like, yeah, I came to you and like, you were like, dude, I'm going to fight this guy over here with the orange shoes. And I was like, no, we're not. And then... But you, were, I was like, well, what happened? And you were like, I'm over at the craps table in his fucking orange shoes. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, is that the problem? And you were like, dude, who and why? <laughs> like, and I still to this day don't know why you were actually mad at that guy. You know, I don't know. I you know, St. Patty's Day was just a, uh, about a month, a few weeks ago. <laughs> I almost got an altercation at the bar doing that. Like, was it Jameson? It, Jameson was involved. Dude, you gotta <laughs> I mean, stop, but man. like it's an Irish holiday. No, so yeah, I, I had to go to the bathroom. I had to go really bad. 
I didn't want to touch the door, so of course <laughs> I Jackie Chan the door. I forgot about. I this. didn't know there's a guy on the other side. <laughs> you bricked him time, full on. Golly, this guy, he's waiting for me. I'm like. <laughs> Oh man, it cracked him right in the face. And I'm like, oh God, you know, I'm apologizing, but I'm like, oh man, I gotta pee. And he's like squaring up with me. He's yeah. like, we're gonna do this. And I was like, hold that thought, buddy. I gotta, I'm gonna use this urinal real quick and then we're gonna go from there. <laughs> <laughs> Schedule the fight. Yeah, he's standing there. He let me piss. I was like, I mean, a, a boss move would have been come up behind me right there, but. Yes, honorable. but I, I did tell you in that position. That when someone gets you in a chokehold while you're peeing, you just turn around. Yeah, nobody <laughs> is immune to getting peed on. <laughs> oh, man. And then I was like, okay, so I'm done. I'm zipped up. I'm, I'm putting it away. And I'm like, hey, so do you want me to wash my hands? <laughs> How do we do this? And like at that point, yeah, it was a long piss. He yeah. was like, I'm over it. And he just left. But... Yeah, so sometimes I drink. I, I'm not responsible. It's the Jameson, dude. <laughs> I knew there was a... So I've dealt with you on every thing under the sun from being, oh. you know, God, I mean, growing up together. <laughs> I've seen it all go through your system. <laughs> but Jameson's oh. the worst, man. Man. I've seen you on some weird chemical cocktails, and Jameson, <laughs> like, your pupils dilate to cover the entire eye. <laughs> so we're doing, we're doing stand-up. Right. Back in Houston. Oh, and oh, I drank. You got so I drunk. Drank a bunch of Jameson before getting on stage. After getting on stage, yeah, you might have caught. You went from calming the nerves to drowning them. I think I pickpocketed some lady <laughs> at some point. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh my god! So yeah, so we go to do stand up. Uh, Chris <laughs> does not. So I'm like, I, I I like put a set together. Like I was I was actually gonna try. You know. Um, Chris is freeform in everything he does, so he was like, eh, I'll just go up there. And I, okay, you know, I thought maybe something cool would happen, <laughs> but he got, he got pretty drunk prior, not and he good. went up there and put on, can I be honest, one of the most uncomfortable things I've ever seen on a stage. It was pretty awful. It was it, pretty bad. If you sift, I think there's something there. Yeah, okay. if you pan it like gold in a river, you'll find a nugget, but it hurt to watch and at one point you turned your back on the crowd and did stand up to the wall i was like you know what they if i can't see them it's not happening (laughs) this doesn't count (laughs) and and then i think to be fair you got a laugh or two yeah there were there were some jokes and there's you know but i think the overall milieu was discomfort and so you came off the stage and i think you sensed that and you immediately started pounding drinks I think it was more of like a celebratory thing, like like it was that you survived and like yeah. You okay, know. that's fair because it was a scary thing to do, and you went up there unprepared. And oh, you, I could do. You do lived. Again. Oh yeah. I mean, you wanted to. Remember the, the oh. next day, you were like, "Let's oh, go for two. You're glutton for punishment. Yeah. yeah. I did okay, and I still was like, I don't think I want to do that again. And so I'm going to preface this next part with it. I'm not a thief. Okay. But, <laughs> but sometimes. From, from my perspective, this was the funniest shit I've ever seen. We went downstairs <laughs> in this club, and uh, Chris is completely wasted, and there's these two girls down there that are kind of drunk. They're, they're definitely more, more on key than you were. And there, there was a husky down there. It was a big dog. Remember that? Oh, yeah. I do remember the dog. Yeah. So I... So this girl was, she's chatting to Chris and I, and she pulls her phone out, and she shows us something. I don't remember what it was. She showed me it, and then she went to show you, and in your state, you took the phone to watch it. And then a lot of conversation happened, 
and you went and sat by yourself at a table facing the wall. It was kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> and and then this girl just starts freaking out. She's like, "Where's my phone?" And for like a solid 15 minutes, we're looking. Chris is helping look for her phone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then it turns so up. She, she goes, well, can you call it? And I was like, yeah. So I pulled my phone out. I, I put the number she tells me in. And we hear this ring. <laughs> and I just see Chris's head perk up. He doesn't say anything. He just sort of sits up in his chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I knew instantly what happened because I was. It was a distant ring, it took and, a and Chris did not turn around. I think he was hoping it would just stop. So, anywho, she kind of follows the sound to Chris's ass. It's in my pocket, <laughs> and he had just pocketed this shit. And I don't remember you trying to make any excuse on the way out. We just sort of like did a Mr. Bean style apology <laughs> nod and just, just fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> there was no no attempt at all to like. If you're that ever in doubt, just leave. <laughs> yeah, the Irish goodbye gets us out of everything. Uh, oh, so yeah, you you try to steal it, you didn't get away. We we bailed. The flight home the next day was god awful. Yeah, you dude, didn't you puke on, on the, the way, way there, there at the gas station? It. I was like, dude, we gotta stop. I'm like, I'm sweating, Jameson. Oh yeah, you were like pulling like, this gas station real quick. I gotta hit these bushes. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not even going inside. <laughs> no, you walked over, vomited like a pro. I don't think you even hunched over. <laughs> you just put your hands on your it's hips like, and puked right in the bushes. <laughs> it's like, let's go. <laughs> I was pretty impressed, man. Then you got in the car, and I was like, are you cool? And you're like, I have to be. (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad for everybody I have to talk to from here on out. (laughs) Yeah, I really, like, I took those words as, like, life advice. (laughs) Are you cool? I have to be. (laughs) Dude, there was no choice. Do I look like I have time to not be cool? Jeez, dude. Like, if I could have ever skipped a flight, it was that flight right there. Brutal. That's how I was feeling last night. I mean, I paid like $300 for those car tickets. We literally waited in line, scanned the tickets, walked up the catwalk, saw the scaffolding, heard the music. It was beautiful. It was great. The air of excitement. And I was like, I'm going to fucking throw up in the middle of this play. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I've got to piss, dude. I I was like... I couldn't do it. I just turned right back there around. No way. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys don't know, it, it doubles as the set for Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like that. Honestly, I, I, I'll admit, I kind of, I feel bad we didn't see it, but I knew what would have happened. And that, I mean, I got sick. It would have happened. Write a review. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell them. <laughs> this play made me sick. <laughs> it was so bad. Didn't finish it. <laughs> well, I got sick. We went. We walked in there. Walked right back out, and then like. Walked into a stabbing. It was really yeah. a bizarre series of events. For sure. For sure. Yeah, and like that's what I think too. Like right into the theater, right out, and then just cops Boom. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And that's this dude lying dead. And then this morning, walking across that same bridge, like, oh yeah. Like it never happened. <laughs> Business as usual. Like, that's the weird part. Like cruising across at nine AM this morning for that poker tournament. Yeah. There were children. And all I could think is like these kids don't know a guy died right here. Yeah, exactly. Last night. Dude, I'm telling you. This town cleans up, man. Oh, dude, they came in through. There was a guy. There was no blood. Bleached it. Yeah. He, he was bleeding a lot, too. It was like it was, it was like a good two feet out from where he was lying, and it was all over him and his arms and like nothing. I looked, too. I was like eyeballing it when I walked by. Nothing there. <laughs> that's Vegas, baby. Yeah, that's. <laughs> like, 
Dude. I'm ready for the for the, the the later on events. Whenever it's like two o'clock, you're in the casino and say, "Hey, honey, how are you?" Like, oh, yeah, the professionals. Are yeah. Out. Oh, not not that I'm going to partake, but like, but let's talk let's, about. Let's get them on the podcast. <laughs> no, let's. Right? I I actually mentioned that to Holly. No way. Yeah, I was like, like, "Hey, do you? What do you think? Do you think people would want to listen to a, a prostitute? Like, I'll I'll pick one up, bring her to the hotel room, and just have her talk." Oh man. And she was like, "Yeah, probably." That would be pretty sick. But like. I mean, think of it from her perspective. That's like probably the easiest money she ever made, right? You know what? The thing is, is like, yeah, you know what? We're not really eliciting prostitution. No, I'm just eliciting a prostitute. No, yeah. <laughs> like, now, a, which, that is a gray zone. That is a vernacular gray now, zone. Now I'm wondering, wait, <laughs> is pro- I'm not even sure of the definition of prostitution at this moment. <laughs> like, do they have to be sucking your dick for that to be prostitution? Or like, I'm paying a woman of the night to talk on a podcast. Okay, yeah. <laughs> now I'm curious too. If if you pay a known prostitute money for any service, even if it's talking. Am I culpable? Wow. <laughs> then, then Shit. we need a really good lawyer. I need a, yeah, I got to discuss something <laughs> with my lawyer. Or a pedantic cop. I have a few cop clients that might be able to break that for me, but I'm... Yeah, they don't care. They, uh, I well, mean, like the Vegas, I don't think they care. I mean, they, they do. There's bigger fish to fry. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, like, we've... Every, so every morning, this morning too, have you noticed that every time we stay, no matter what hotel we stay in, about... 8 a.m., mm-hmm. an ambulance shows up to oh, your hotel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what that is, right? Alcohol poisoning. Yeah, most of the time it's alcohol poisoning, <laughs> or it's the guy waking up next to the dead hooker. Oh, God. Yeah. That's a good turn. Yeah, Dude, I guess that's true, too. There's like a whole like back alley where they just deliver at like i mean people die in these hotels frequently oh man all the time yeah dude but you never Mandalay see it. bay right over here yeah yeah <laughs> well eh. you're talking about the shooting or the <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah well i mean like that's I a mean, bit extreme like, well i'm just saying like dying in vegas is kind of like you know if you go to the obituaries yeah, like, i'd like a, to go that a way newspaper like that do you want to die here no. No? <laughs> no. Like, oh. like, the, the dying in Las Vegas? I want to die in a hospital. <laughs> no, God, I don't want to do that either. I don't know. Well, you don't want to die. Except that you have to, and then pick your place. I don't... Oh, I don't. Awful I Well, yeah, but I mean, like, I'm going to die. I don't think Vegas is a terrible place to go. Yeah, like, I mean, I guess if I'm going to pick a spot... I mean, I guess it's not the worst of places. I guess I don't want to die like the guy on the bridge. No. Oh, God. Yeah. What, the, serial stabbing. No, I <laughs> Just... want to have a heart attack in a hotel room or down on the casino floor. That... Give me a story. Yeah, yeah. there you go. That, and I don't want to know it's... Like, when you're getting stabbed, there's a moment where you're pretty aware you're about to be stabbed. Time's got to dialogue. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, you know, absolutely. Like, you have the dialogue where you're like, yeah, that's coming at me. The fight or flight takes over, and you're yeah. just kind of like zoned in like what is happening oh, yeah. so like a heart attack's not like that you can pass it off you're like it's heartburn it's like, ah! yeah it's, like, it's just bad heartburn i'm gonna walk it off and then you fall over dead i'm going dark <laughs> god yeah no you know in the euthanasia and i strangely because i was thinking about the roller coaster they have this roller coaster that you could just ride where the g-force just gets so insane that you end up passing out at the very end and dying like, that's cool. So something like that. So like, you just centrifuge a person to death? <laughs> pretty much. Just separate dude. the pulp from it's the like blood? It's like being in a blender, I guess, minus the blades. Uh, that's not a terrible way to go. No. You just no. black out and then don't wake up. And that's it. 
This town makes us talk about the darkest shit. God, yes, it does. I, I love this place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember how I got on that. Well, what the hell are we talking well, about? We're talking about like all these guys waking up next to dead hookers. Well, oh, you never yeah, hear right. about a hooker waking up next to a dead guy. <laughs> it's because they leave. Yeah, just like, <laughs> that room's not in her name. <laughs> she checks his pockets and she's out. <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, that's what we were talking about. Soliciting a prostitute for the podcast is for the that purpose te- of interviewing? Is this the technically soliciting a prostitute? So there's gonna be a camera in the room, and we're gonna be like, we're gonna be, we're gonna film the entire situation. Yes, for posterity, I don't disagree. There's a gap in there of about 20 we minutes. S- we both sit on this bed, <laughs> yeah. and she sits on that bed, and we film the entire thing, and we keep a clock on the counter so there doesn't. there's no editing of the film. I'm not going to jail for this, but I'm I do. I'm holding a newspaper. Yes. I don't know yes. why. <laughs> I don't know why people do that, yeah. but I'm going to do it. But I, I genuinely, I, like I said, I asked Holly if that'd be interesting. She said for sure, but there is definitely the logistics of the whole thing is a little... Bizarre. Oh man, yeah, dude. Uh, there's just, so many people I'd interview here. I don't really want pit hang. bosses. Pit boss would be cool. I don't want to hang out with a prostitute. If I'm I, honest with you, I got a side against that. I think it would you, be kind of cool. You think it'd be cool? I mean, just like, yeah, I'm out here working for daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, like, you chilling? Uh, so it, I've in my line of work have met tons of different people. Every once oh, in a while, yeah. I talk to someone who's had a rough go. Mm-hmm. It's not as interesting as it is depressing oh i'm sure and i feel like i there's something just sad about like a a woman sitting on this other bed with the bottle of water we've given her clutched in her hands uncertain the entire time if we're just gonna murder her she's like when is this door gonna get kicked yeah. in what the fuck <laughs> yeah. is going on she'd be more uncomfortable with the podcast than whatever her normal stuff is she would be like you this is the part where i'm usually naked by now <laughs> you like- can do it but I'm just going to record you. Yeah. <laughs> that's whatever you're comfortable with. You know, and that I think that's a lot of loopholes. Like if you film it then you're shooting porn. Yeah, <laughs> that's not prostitution. I don't think that loophole sticks. <laughs> not in Nevada. No. Cuz there's a lot of people getting picked up for prostitution in a day and age where cell phones all have cameras. So, really, you were just snapping a pic of you behind her, and, like, and just try to play that off. Yeah. I'm actually a, a director. I'm sure I could find a really good lawyer. Um, do we want to talk about the third? Oh man, I might have already mentioned his name. Maybe I'll bleep. I'll I'll post bleep his name out so we could talk about our thirds' uh, experience with the prostitute. Yeah, how we gotta tread lightly. How are we how are we gonna do this? I mentioned uh, his name, but I my cousin can undo it. Yeah, your cousin. Yeah, for sure. So your cousin was here with us last time. Yeah. So oh my goodness. Oh yeah, my cousin. He came in here and uh, you're, now let's. Your cousin has never been to Vegas. He mm. had he is a very upstanding, well to do person who had just come out of a relationship and was hurting a little bit. But if you were to if you were to pre Vegas pull him and say hey. What do you think the odds are you would ever sleep with a prostitute? He would give a resounding aggressive no, right? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. Smash cut to Vegas. Peel <laughs> back the layers. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I wouldn't have done so it. So his cousin, uh, I won't, like I said, I'm going to probably bleep the name prior, but his cousin comes up to us, and Chris and I are veterans. Oh, yeah. He comes up to the hotel room and he goes, you guys, I don't know if it's the jacket or the hair, but... <laughs> 
this girl walks up to me. I bump into her in the bathroom. She stops me and she goes, hey, dude. I like your style. <laughs> and I shot Chris this look <laughs> of like, all right, we both know what the fuck's going on here. <laughs> so his cousin is uh, feeling pretty confident. We slowly unwind the story for him and let him know there's a fantastic chance that this person who caught you outside of the men's bathroom and then went to hang out with you at the bar while you bought her drinks uh, she may be on the clock, bro. <laughs> and so, I, I don't. It wasn't her that the story ends with. No. That just wet his whistle, right? That'll strike your fancy. That's what. It, that's what it was. His fancy was struck. So, the it was the next night. He went from being shocked and appalled that he had been talked to by a prostitute to like Pepe Le Pew following the smell of a woman in the cartoon. Now he was actively hunting. Now you've got my attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to remember where I was up in the hotel room mm. and he, oh yeah, we went to bed. Yeah, it was we were late. We oh, okay. So this is like, I don't even know what time it was for him. We went to bed at like 11. Yeah. We wake up the next morning at nine. I think there was another tournament. And we cannot get a hold of his cousin, who's in a separate room. And it's it it's hours. Like, I mean, we wake up at 9, we can't get a hold of him until like 11 or 12, and it's starting to become concerning. Yeah, it was, it was late. Yeah, so finally we were like, forget it, man, we're just going to go beat on this door. So we go bang on the door, he throws the door open, he's disheveled, and yeah, he looked bad. And Chris instantly becomes Sherlock Holmes, slides a pipe into his mouth, walks in the room, and just starts scanning everything. And he goes, huh, two masks in the trash, huh? And then he picks one up and he goes, rouge lipstick on one, I see. And all the while I'm like, you don't have to look around, I can smell it. Yeah, oh, dude. Champagne bottles. Yep. I mean, he... He really wooed this one. <laughs> I don't think he really knows oh, the protocol. He doesn't. This poor guy. He so he says we we get the story out of him. He doesn't look well. He he's got basically the same look that people that come back from tour have. He looked like war torn. And we ask him what happened. So he told us that he was at a roulette table at three a.m. very drunk, and a woman came up to him and in no uncertain terms offered to put things of his and things of hers and he accepted immediately <laughs> it was like there wasn't even a gap deal <laughs> and she took him took she like walked him to the atm which all right away Red that's flag. not how you do it yeah no. so she walks him to the atm stands there while he pulls six hundred dollars out he tells us this he's like yeah so yeah. i took six hundred dollars out and i go and she was there and he goes yeah and i was like and she was watching the screen and he goes yeah and i was like so it's six hundred dollars that's the price <laughs> <laughs> and so sure enough uh she makes him take her to the gift shop first and buy her a commemorative cup from the hotel. I can only imagine how many commemorative cups she has. Yeah, it's horrifying to think of what her shelves look like. Oh. So they go up to the hotel room. Shockingly, she tells him it's $600. Yeah. <laughs> they do the deed, whatever it is, and he, this poor fucking guy, he says, <laughs> as they're getting dressed, he goes, so do you... Want to hang out? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, 
Fuck no. <laughs> I got somewhere to be. Dude, the no haggle price is what gets me. <laughs> yeah, no. There's got to be haggle. There's no way that you can't like break her. The thing is, he took the money out in front of her, so he's good for it. Yeah. So also, it wasn't just the six. Don't you remember she said, I have to Uber home? And then he goes, okay. And so he put 20 on, and she goes, I live far. Yeah. And so he puts down another 100. She just milked this poor guy. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I guess you pay by the hour. And I think I think what they said was, like, it was a bunch of hours. He's, he said it was all night with her. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, because he said she left. Okay, so we bailed on him at 11. This must have happened around 2. He said it was late. Yeah. And then she left at, like, 7. Yeah. So when we woke him up violently banging on his door, he'd had three hours of sleep after losing a PlayStation's <laughs> worth of money on a prostitute. Three hours of sleep and hopefully a shower. Oh, no, I like, could tell he didn't. <laughs> what was worse was, at that point, he like your cousin was gone. He was no longer a participant in our trip. He was this ghost that floated alongside us, lost in his own guilt. <laughs> and every once in a while, I'd look at him and be like, you know you have to fly home tomorrow and look your kids in the eyes, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough soap in the world. <laughs> and then, so he gets on the plane with Chris heading back to their town, hometown. And he looks at me and he goes, not a fucking word. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're on a podcast talking about Yeah, it. yeah. I don't know how well this we It's his cousin. This is going to be chopped. No. no There's no cover. Like, who? How, you can't. The, your cousin knows who he is, right? Yeah, my if he listens, knows. he knows who he is. Yeah. Other yeah. than that, no one knows who he is. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, we always got a cousin. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, cousin. But like I said, what, who he is 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 not. That's not who he is as a person. That's not who he is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bleep. I think, like I said, I know I said his name earlier, but I'll catch it in the editing and I'll bleep it. I don't know. You know what? We'll even bleep over cousin. <laughs> so that it was. No, you can't do that. No, that's, a, he'll be yeah, like, that's a distractor. He's, he's You're really like, leaving it wide open. He's like, that was my name, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, he's fine. No one will know. He'll, like I said, he'll know, but he's known the whole time. <laughs> he's carried that weight since day one. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was it Thomas Jefferson's like, yeah, if you're going to fucking tell somebody a secret to more than two people, you better kill one. Of, you better kill the other guy. Like, yeah, he fucked up by not letting. He should have killed both of us and left here on his own. He shouldn't have said shit. He should have cleaned the hotel room. There should have yeah. been, I would have been like, I, I need a maid in here right now. <laughs> oh. Yeah, let's put it on him. <laughs> In the twisted logic, yeah, I can, I can, I can make this work. <laughs> you know, unsurprisingly, we invited your cousin back, and he didn't come. Oh yeah, he he lived that one down. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think he's got the stomach for this town. Oh man. Oh, it sounds good. Parrots, parrots, <laughs> carrots and peas, carrots and peas. <laughs> Oh, shit. Par- parrots and keys. Parrots and keys and <laughs> carrots and peas. So we're back. Uh, part two, a full 24 hours later. Hey, we full 24 hours. We did not get this done last night when we got back. We we were out late. It was a late evening. Man, it was late. We got in about- Early uh, morning. What, three? About the time we went to bed? So 5, 5 a.m. Houston time? Yeah. 
Oh, buddy. <laughs> it was uh, it was surely a long one. Yeah, we went to South Point. Oh, man, yeah. You want to talk about last night, too. So we go out, and, man, like that was a that was an evening. I, I was, was on my fun. best behavior. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah. You were pretty drunk, but you weren't that bad. No, Jameson, he played a part, but he wasn't too bad. Yeah. I had a great night on the tables. It was fun. Yeah, you you built it up on the craps, man. You kept <laughs> texting me. We just so Chris and I usually just separate because it's I mean especially at South Point you can't find a table where you can both be so we just break off and then get lost for hours like children <laughs> and we just text each other how much we've made or lost and yeah. <laughs> Chris did really well I think I lost I think I lost like three hundred bucks um, I'm definitely down on the trip overall but not as bad as I thought I'd be it usually oh, is yeah. much worse at this point I feel like uh, I mean I'm slightly down but. I was up by yeah. You got up quite a bit. amount last night, so yeah. I, I'm always down, but it's because I don't. I for like you have strategy in everything you do, and I rec. I like I see it. I recognize the strategy. I even bother to learn it. And then there's a part of me that's like, but aren't we gambling? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> there's a certain <laughs> level of risk that yeah. I need to be taking. So I just go for it. <laughs> like today on the uh, on the uh, ultimate Texas Hold'em table, I I put you know a couple hundred bucks down on a hand and would just walk away and text while the dealer did their thing and just come back <laughs> just I either won or thing. lost yeah. and both times i did it i won big oh, and dude, then when i i'd sit there and have the strategy and just like slowly whittle myself down and lose you know yeah to a certain extent i think you can only have so much strategy and the rest is just it's yeah, gambling it's just dude gambling just gamble just that's why I was asking you. I was like, do you just do minimum bets? And you're like, yeah, for the most part. And I was like, let's gamble, dude. Man. Oh, you know, and uh, somebody taught me a long time ago just to take a little at a time, a little at a time. So. <laughs> Death by a thousand cuts? Yeah. I don't rather. know, man. I'm definitely a cannonball to the gut kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right. Welcome to South Point. Would you like to lose a little bit at a time or you want to just lose the whole lot What, what did you say? <laughs> at the entrance, they should just have a wallet depository? <laughs> yeah, like, just the fast track? Yeah. Hey, man, if you just want to dump it in there and leave, you can really save yourself about four hours <laughs> thanks for stopping by <laughs> man that's i feel that way too sometimes when i get on the table i'm just like i know how this ends but does it happen fast or does it happen over three hours yeah i like the i, I to be honest i like i like the suffering there, there, there's I, something to the suffering <laughs> it's optimism is what it is i enjoy hope uh it doesn't ever pay off hope has actually probably been the one thing that's caused me the most trouble in my life but I enjoy the hope. <laughs> when you're gambling, there's a little party. It's like maybe, maybe this goes in my favor. Oh, dude, for sure. But now, huh? now here we are. <laughs> our last night in Vegas. What, what what do you got on the docket? What are you gonna do? I'm um I'm more worn out than I thought I'd be. I think in 48 hours I've taken in about a thousand calories total. <laughs> not I've, a whole lot. I have not taken care of myself out here. Um, I've. I'm just not built for this kind of lifestyle. I'm a you know a in bed by ten o'clock kind of guy, so it's been <laughs> rough. Uh, so I'm worn out. My thought is either South Point again, or we end up just lost on uh, the tables for a few hours downstairs. Man, absolutely. You know, and the, I think it's really cool. Like you, you put it in perspective. Like just a thousand calories, like just a one meal a day. Yeah, <laughs> like, not even a big one. It's, I mean. We woke up this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first intention, like, <clears throat> I, I don't know. We went to bed, like I said, about 3 o'clock here. We woke up around 9. Uh, so not bad. You know, have some sleep. And then our first thought at 9 a.m. was, like, we got to go get food. So by 4 p.m., we finally ate. <laughs> and what happened in between there was absolute degeneracy. Golly, I mean, dude, I know. How many times did we say we were going to get up off that table? <laughs> 
I would have lost a whole lot less had I just followed that maxim. <laughs> just yeah. Oh right my the god, dude! Remember the guy that just burned through like forty five hundred dollars in thirty minutes? Yeah. Oh gosh, just that just was rough. Witness. Yeah. So Chris sat down to my left on this table, and this <laughs> this dude sits down. Uh, he looked like I, I would say old, like um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, he looked like he owned his own private business, not big money, but like comfortable. You know, hard to determine his age. <laughs> I yeah, clue. I couldn't even. I mean, between forty and seventy, I don't know. But either way, he sat down. He whipped out like fifteen hundred dollar or fifteen hundred bucks, threw it on the table, and this is like a fifteen dollar minimum table, so that's a lot. And Chris, I looked at Chris and I was like, "We are either in the presence of greatness, or we are about to witness something tragic." And we have front row seats. <laughs> yeah, and it was tragic. I mean, he lost that fifteen hundred was gone probably in about twenty minutes, and then he threw another four hundred out, bet the whole thing in one hand, and lost it. Then he did it again, and I think he did it one more time. Yeah, dude, he was like almost like four thousand dollars. Yeah, it was it was fast and and really aggressive, and I just felt like he left the table to go scream into the toilets or something. I'm like meddling around with like $400 and this guy yeah, is like yeah. I'm nursing a $300 stack <laughs> back and forth and he has just ripped through a car payment Golly, or a down payment. Dude. Yeah, that, I mean, that that is a home down payment almost. Now, like he is The thing is this is Vegas. That's not a big deal, but the thing is when you have money like that out here, like we know what tables that takes place on. Not the one we were on. No. So that's when you know it's just desperation and poverty. Yeah, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, whatever you're going to be spending that much money, you might as well take it to like a a high roller. Yeah, go to the the higher tables. Yeah. So, like, because, I mean, it's for you and I, it's a a time versus value thing. We know with the lower bets, you can sit there a lot longer, get free drinks, hang out, talk. You know, you go to the higher tables and you either better have 10K up front or just be gone quickly. Yeah, I think you said it great earlier. It's something about knowing the minimum. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know where the to, floor is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't have to bet the minimum. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet above it, but just knowing where the floor is. I yeah. just like to know when I let off the gas <laughs> where the car is going to idle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't, oh I don't want to find out I still have to do 30 when I'm trying to relax. So right. Because, you know, you bet real big and win a few times, and then you're like, I'd really like to sit at this table and just bet minimum but when it's too high then yeah you get screwed man so underrated the the people watching around here i feel like it's incredible no one puts a value on just witnessing the boiling pot like oh, america's a boiling pot but just seeing the boiling pot that is vegas is just awesome it's weird because there's like vegas is the most uh like spot on demonstration of wealth inequality and just to watch the interaction between absolute broke bare bottom i don't want to say the homeless people like there's even a tier above that the people that work out here that are really struggling but to watch them interacting with just millionaires pissing it away is so bizarre man it's really surreal oh dude for sure and that situation that was happening on that table earlier i mean that mob (laughs) which one the what the you know the the mob What's the MOB? <laughs> I'm pretty, you know what I'm. The, the, we're, I was sitting to the right of a mail order bride. I'm, I'm oh, MOB, one hundred percent. Yeah, it, it was. You know, everybody's got their own perks. <laughs> There's some right? situations here that are just so like blatantly obvious. Yeah. Okay. That's because ever you look at people and you're like, I see. Your value. There's certainly things about you that are a draw, but in this situation, uh, the gentleman and the woman, their the gap between their qualities was a chasm. 
I mean, she's like an eight. She yeah, she was like an eight, and you're he, like a two. <laughs> no, he was pretty rough, dude. <laughs> Uh yeah, you could tell. He, I mean, yeah. you could tell he ate at Dairy Queen a lot. I love it. I love it. It just so. But this... also, but also <laughs> the accent that that was really <laughs> yeah. that was your quintessential uh, European just, accent. Yeah, this e- guy's from Kansas, Eastern Europe. <laughs> this man's a good four hundred pounds from Kansas <laughs> with oil worker hands, and he's basically funding her gambling trip and, and and like teaching her the whole time. It was pretty clear what it was. I'm going to get in trouble for saying the stuff I say, but my God. <laughs> so where'd you two meet? <laughs> no, I mean, I wanna... What magazine? <laughs> yeah, like... It's, dude, it is what it is. I mean, you, so, you know, not to get into it, but like growing up with you, we were privy to that sort of event, that sort of lifestyle, right? It's around. It's, it's around. around. Yeah, it's around. So, so, you know, not, not to like, name anybody or shame anybody but yeah you and i grew up around that sort of thing we've seen that oh, culture man. for sure right so it's not we just got to find love <laughs> every hey i'm not knocking dude if you if you got to buy your wife you know uh, i don't know it's pretty fucked when i say you know, it like that I, you know now that i think about it though what's the difference between doing like a mail order bride versus like one of those like what you know like uh what is it called whenever like you have your wife like predetermined like it's a prearranged oh, yeah. marriage. Oh Arra- yeah, arranged marriages. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, that's a thing. Is like I'm. Not, I'm really not knocking it because their marriage in and of itself is a is a really peculiar culture, man. Everywhere you go, it's done different. There's a dowry involved. Yeah, I mean, you're purchasing. Actually, the father is paying you to take the daughter. Yeah, I mean, you got to present the family with gold or yeah, or goat. It's, <laughs> I don't it's, know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I, we don't know shit. We are the most ignorant people. But the truth is that, you know, mail order happens. I'm not knocking anybody in that situation. She obviously had a financial incentive, and, you know, maybe he's cool. But it was pretty clear what it was. And, uh, it, you know, they both seemed happy. Jeez, dude. Yeah. I mean, and just the diversity. I love it. Just so yeah. many people from so many different backgrounds just, like. Well, yeah. Every, I mean, this town is a, a hub, so it's cool to see everything come flooding in and, and like, trying to cooperate as one. That guy could have been a millionaire for all we knew. I mean, I usually assume they are. Mail order, mail order is not cheap, man. I mean, remember the few times we saw it happen? It's it's a good grip, dude. It was a pretty, you know, yeah. Golly, talk about a business type. <laughs> like he's just like, I just don't have time to meet anybody, so I'm just gonna, yeah. you know, I'm just gonna make it happen. <laughs> I mean, the instances instances that uh, we know of are they were kind of that situation where it's either like socially you couldn't swing it, and it's just easier to financially incentivize someone to live with you or you just don't have time you know and i'm like i kind of i mean i don't get it i guess but i get it like <laughs> being in a functioning relationship i don't really know how it'd be so weird to just like decide beforehand you're going to get to know them after you committed oh gosh yeah well yeah you know the classic like uh what is it whenever you have <laughs> not cabin fever <laughs> but it's whatever you're like you're a hostage and <laughs> you start falling <laughs> in love with your captor yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man i can't i forget what that's called why do i forget that it's it's the name of the place where it happened uh oh fuck appalachia me. yeah no, a- I don't appalachia know. syndrome <laughs> <laughs> Stockholm. <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Thank you. Stockholm. That was going to get me. Boy, I was going to dwell on that. I was going to stop the podcast until we <laughs> like... Google that shit. Now, a word from our sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mail order bride service. <laughs> I mean, Are you down on your luck? I know that things have probably changed since since you and I knew about it. Um, back then, remember, we, like, we saw the magazines. Oh, man. Dude. That was weird. Flipping through it. Well, yeah, I mean, because now, you know, you have the internet now. Yeah. I, mean, I, it's, I imagine it's more like a Tinder type there's, situation. There's probably an app. 
swipe left on all these that you might purchase. Yes, <laughs> swipe God. right on the one. <laughs> I mean, because if I can recall uh, the times we saw it happen, there there was two ways it went down. Like one, the guy would go out there and kind of like do a convention with the girl. Like they they would literally be paraded around by the agency. They you know they have a night out there and and then they'd come back with them. And then the other one, which to me was like the most incredibly risky, was just straight flying them out off a picture and they move into your house that night. Wow. Yeah. I, I think there are certain laws in the United States now that are in place that are just like, that just ain't going to You cannot be anymore. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's human trafficking with a little more class, but it still is what it is. Ooh, yeah. I never really thought of it like human trafficking. Dude, there's it's... no difference. I mean, the implication is you're coming out here and you will sleep with me. I'll be paying your bills. It's To me, it's human trafficking for people who can't stomach the real deal. Gosh, dude, and, and like most of these people that are in the situation, they come here and they don't like they can't financially take care of themselves. No, I mean it's enslavement. Like you're you're an indentured servant. You kind of know that. I mean they know what they're signing up for, but it's just indicative of how shitty where they're coming from is. If they're like, I would rather go live with an overweight dude from Texas who might abuse me than stay here. Yeah, you know? and you don't even know the situation. Like, so I mean, I guess the the tab is probably pretty high. Like, like I mean, I don't know if there's like a purchase price or how how does that all that whole thing works. On I don't know, even know Who, who's in charge of rating the the, the women. It's what a horrible <laughs> job. You but know, that's the scale. <laughs> there is there is one. I can't talk about the ones that uh, you and I are referencing, um, but I can. There was one when I lived in Saxe for mm. a few short years down the road from me. There was a gentleman with a mail order bride from Russia. And I felt terrible for her, man. She she would like rollerblade around the street, and she would chit. She was really nice and gregarious, and she would chit chat with us once in a while. But every time he saw it, he'd lose his shit, man. Like Ooh. he he had her holed up in this crappy little duplex house, and you know she got sold a bill of goods because she probably thought, "I'm going to America. I'm going to be in a nice, beautiful home." And like she was in the worst part of of Dallas. And wow. This dude was broke. I don't know how he got. He must have taken out a few loans to get her over here. But see, that's what I'm thinking too. Like you set the tab. All right, it's gonna be. It's gonna run you about thirty grand. And like, and we don't take credit. No, <laughs> so for like, sure. Like, 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 I don't, no, that feels like a cash sort of situation. Because like, if you can't afford this thirty thousand, then you can't take care of this person. <laughs> this it's, is like, oh, it's got like the same rules of adopting a dog. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you can't pay the fee, you can't feed the dog. Oh fuck, like, man, I feel bad even saying that. This is an adoption <laughs> fee. It's just so we know you're gonna. Take care of it. Like. Oh my god! Oh, that just makes it more bleak. I'm but- not shitting on anybody who has <laughs> to go through this, but <laughs> but if anybody out there who you know, go ahead and send an email to uh, sessions here at <laughs> don't G- don't send that my way, dude. <laughs> send it <to> gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's but I, you know the woman on the table. She seemed pretty happy. Like I know it's just a small s- snapshot of their life, but. I'd like to believe that it's functioning for them. Yeah, it's pretty cool too. So it was her first time mm-hmm. in Vegas. She killed it, dude. Not having sex. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Wait, not having sex. <laughs> it was her first time in Vegas, but not first time having sex. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <the> ch- moving on. <laughs> she uh, she ended up turning like two hundred bucks into twelve hundred there. 
that was really cool. That yeah. was uh, that was pretty special to be right yeah. there. Yeah, I remember I leaned over and winked at her. And I was like, "You deserve that." <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, <laughs> "Congratulations, you." That's the best it gets out here. <laughs> I was, dude, and I was like res- resisting the urge. I was gonna be like, "You need to go buy you a purse. <laughs> <Or> like, <laughs> go do something for you. Treat yourself." Because <laughs> like, I see what you have to deal with. I believe that man is gonna mount you later. <laughs> <laughs> My God! Whenever I look at some of these people, and I, I'm like. We have the same skeleton structure, but yours is under extreme stress right now. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, when I, so when I did, uh, when I was working out, like doing powerlifting, I started, I started doing steroids with that and I cycled testosterone for like six months purely just to fucking do it. Right. Yeah. Like I, I, my approach to stuff is, I don't know, man, I, Holly, you know, the, there's been some Asperger's diagnoses that are a little loose, but I don't know, maybe it sticks. Because there are times I talk about stuff, people are like, don't say that. <laughs> and I'm like, but that, you know, that happened. So, you know, me admitting I did steroids is probably like a problem. I don't know. I don't give a shit. I did them because I was curious. Pe- I don't like when people unanimously take a stance against something and I don't even have an experience in it. So I'm not going to like develop an opinion until I know. So I did steroids. And I will say, if you're, you know, rallying against steroids like they're a problem, you don't know what you're talking about. It's the most light shit I've ever done. I've been cough syrup through ninth grade and had worse side effects. <laughs> but anyways, I did, I did. I took the steroids and I was eating like crazy and lifting. And when I got off them, I ended up like cresting 200 pounds and actually putting weight on. Yeah. And oh, I, yeah. dude, that was not a lot of weight. It was, you know, I'm overweight at that point. But like, dude, it hurt. My knees hurt. Just bending down to pick shit up, I could feel it. So at some point to tell me you're 400 pounds and you're feeling great, I'm going to call your bluff. That's what I okay. So no, one thing I've kind of noticed, I haven't seen a buffet in Vegas. Well, I know there's, I know they're around, they exist, but I haven't seen a buffet in Vegas. Yeah, actually, in a while. Where are they? I I think it's because maybe the tide is turning. I think. Maybe I mean, we cra- caring about health a little more. Yeah, like we're we're taking care of our heroes now, and they we, <laughs> <laughs> by taking away the option to eat as much as you can. <laughs> I honestly, you're right though. Like a lot of these, there are some buffets in some of the older places, but even the one, God, wait, no, the one at South Point shut down. No, South Point's open back up. Their and buffet that, was that buffet's open again. Oh, okay, yeah. But so that's like the only place I saw one though. I haven't seen one at any of the other hotels. Wicked Spoon has one, but those are the only two. Maybe, maybe Bellagio. I'd love to think Hyper Gluttony is passe. I think so. That would be cool. I, I just, at the end of the day, I actually feel bad for people who have. I think a lot of times it just comes from ignorance, not not even knowing what foods are good for you and what foods are bad for you, and then you just eat yourself into a corner, and then the depression keeps you there. How fascinating is it that like overeating and smoking are now in the same category? <laughs> well, they are. The thing is, they they're chemical addictions. They like, really are. When your stomach stretches and you have that feeling of full, your brain produces a chemical. Yeah. Same thing, cigarettes. It produces a chemical, and at that point, you become addicted to that feeling and that chemical, and you're you're not, you know, people say, like, you got to listen to your body. It tells you when to eat. Uh, Your body has been conditioned over millions of years of scarcity. It will tell you to eat every four hours if you want it to. It's used to you picking cashews and and bay leaves off the tree and praying to God you can fell a deer once a week. Like, (laughs) it's going to make you eat everything it can. We have not caught up. We've We've been at this kind of society for, like, what? a thousand years at best and we've been in these bodies for like a million that's a blip it hasn't had time to catch up you're we're still working with old software or old hardware too and we've got this new culture that people are like well you know we should have adapted to it already no we're not even close 
We're literally still cavemen. We just have nice suits. The overindulgence. I love it, dude. And notice, like, a lot of the casinos are non-smoking. Now, South Point obviously yeah. doesn't fit in that category. Once again, it's got the old Vegas feel. I leave South Point and my eyes are fucking red. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I feel like I walked through a Marlboro commercial. Golly. Yeah, Vegas is great. <laughs> it, it is. I love it. But it is weird. You point out there's no more buffets because that was kind of a big Vegas staple. No buffets, no smoking in the casino. Man, what's happening in this place? Uh, <laughs> what's weird is I just went on this long rant about how we need to be more health conscious, and um, but at the same time pissed that Vegas is trying to be. <laughs> yeah, like, I come here to throw all that crap out the window. Yeah, like, I'm going to be fat, and I'm going to be fat. Like I genuinely don't think anyone should get so obese that their skeleton is having trouble. But if you want to fucking shove three lobsters in your purse for the day, that's cool. Oh, man, I, you know, I'm all about overindulging now. Like, if you want to do it, fine, that's on you. But if I, saw, if, I, if I say something crazy, then just know that you gave you opened the door. You gave me the opportunity. No. <laughs> no? <laughs> no, that's on us. Yeah. Uh, we kicked, just idea. like that bathroom story, you kicked that door open. <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, we're going to edit a lot of this Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just going to cut. You know what it is, though? It's... Here's actually what annoys me. I'm going to have to edit that portion about talking about obesity, not because people don't understand where I'm coming from. Like you can say over and over again, I'm talking about hyper obese people with health issues. and But you can say that over and over, but there is an entire group of people who are looking for opportunity to be offended and you're just handing them ammo. So no matter how clear you make it, what you're talking about they're like well you kind of said words that kind of sounded like this so i'm just gonna go ahead and demonize you and then they give you so much shit and you're like dude at the end of the day i'm not even talking about you if and if i am talking about you if you are 600 pounds and typing angrily on your keyboard fucking (laughs) type faster and burn some calories because you're dying (laughs) i'm just praying that in the next couple of months after the release of this episode that you get a cease and desist letter <laughs> from fucking South Point that's like, hey, motherfucker, you, you painted us into a corner. <laughs> We've made them look really bad. Yeah, right. Oh, man. Yeah, so what do you think about bringing the kids? I wouldn't, man. It's. I mean, we just saw a guy get stabbed to death the other night. Like, I do not want to have to negotiate that with my kids. They are and- way too wholesome and innocent. Yeah, way too young to kind of explain what's going on. No, and there's nothing for them here. People, I mean, okay, so we just had this whole thing where we ranted about the uh, irresponsibility of being super obese. So let's rant about shitty parents in Vegas now. Let's let's just target everybody. (laughs) Yeah, right. Let's get, because you know what I hate? I would hate to get 40 episodes into this uh, podcast and then get canceled. So let's just kill it now. (laughs) It's better to start off now. But if you take your kids to Vegas, there's something fucking wrong with you. (laughs) <laughs> this the slogan of this town is what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, and you hear that, and you say that'd be a good place for my kids. <laughs> Just, I, it, 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 it's still striking to me that sometimes that's like know, Disney being like Disney parks. We use protection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, like it's not a place for kids, and every time, dude, come on, every time we see kids in any capacity on the strip in a hotel, they're fucking crying. Yeah, there, there's something going on, and like they're not enjoying themselves. They're they're in view of something that they probably shouldn't be seeing. Yeah, daddy pissing away their money. Yeah, well that yeah that and but like I don't know I I I don't have a kid not yet but the way I see it is like I don't want my kid to be witnessing like oh this is a homeless person I have to explain to my kid now like oh this guy well he has no home my kids know about homeless people for sure you know like we we'll, we toss them cash and help them out whenever they're clearly not fucking uh 
lying. Street performing. Yeah, right. thank you. I was trying to think. <laughs> a busker, basically. Yeah. Um, but the homeless here, it's a different tier of homeless because usually they're like clearly smoking crack right in front of you. <laughs> I mean, like you, today when we were walking up over the bridge and you were like, well, that's crack. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, yeah, that's like... pretty strong, man. And and then uh, I didn't, when we, we crossed over the bridge and got near the uh, the place where the dude was drumming, yeah, and there was a girl tucked in the corner smoking a little. You know, I don't know what she was smoking because you can never tell. But the pipe was one of those little one-hitter glass pipes, so <laughs> like, the the mind does not need to go far. <laughs> right. But that's not the shit I want to talk to my kids about, and it's not the that's on me, by the way. People need to realize that when you bring your kids out here and then you are facing a difficult situation where you have to like explain to them, okay, so that woman slapped that man because he didn't pay her money for this. Uh, that's on you, dude. <laughs> you have to explain those kids. That to those kids because you brought them here. That's like, on you. CPS should be having a field day every day. They should be at the <laughs> airport catching these kids in a net right off the plane. <laughs> right. Like this town is not for children, man. Deposit your kid here. Drop your wallet there, dude. <laughs> Come on in. Your cousin came here, stayed in a hotel room, and did extremely um, adult, despicable things. things. <laughs> and then the next day, there was probably a family with like two eight-year-olds crashing in that same bed. <laughs> when you look at it like that, it's not, yeah. dude. It's not for kids. Every morning we wake up to an ambulance out front, and it's never good. It's it's just not a kid town. So my answer to that is no. This <laughs> I will not bring my kids here. This is not for them. Bugsy and all those uh, all the gangsters that made this place. <laughs> they, this was not what they intended. No, that like I think all the money that came into this place came from the the workers unions in New York and. None of the mobsters that were building this town had kids in mind. Corporations moved in. They like, they were literally oh, like, let's find a way. They were like, we need to find a town where we can do all the things we can't do out here. <laughs> yeah, just like, and then maybe we take our kids. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty interesting. You know, my uncle Jack. He, uh, my great uncle Jack, I should say, Uncle Jack. Yeah, my, I'm trying to remember uh, this dude. Like my dad's uncle. He. Uh, oh, I haven't met him then. He actually had a hand in uh, building the Golden Nugget. For real? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He a had hand, a, define what his hand was doing. Oh, he was like a like one of the contractors who actually helped build the okay. the actual structure of the building, or whatever. Oh, a and, physical uh, hand in. Yeah, yeah. He gotcha. was actually one of the laborers or whatever. Okay. But like, uh, apparently, he was like really he's in he's in pretty good with those guys. Like, well, he, he was probably a stories. union worker. Yeah, something. But we we man, they, my dad was telling me some stories about how like. They knew some real gangsters that if you had a problem with somebody, they could make you disappear in this town. <laughs> Dude, you know how many bodies are probably in the concrete out here? Oh, it's, gosh. It's really not a myth. Like, uh, the the era, I can't remember when it was. It was 50s and maybe even before that. I'm really bad at the timeline. But I know it was during the, the huge workers' unions, like steel workers and stuff, most of it up in New York and Jersey and stuff. And, they, like, they took out loans against the pensions and against the, uh, the union bank accounts to uh-huh. build this town. This town's literally built on union money that was borrowed unconsciously and behind the backs of a lot of people who probably wouldn't have preferred it. And yeah, it was all thugs building it. It was probably union workers working out here. It was all run by mobsters. So this this town is what people think it is. It was literally founded on absolute crime. Dude, how interesting. It's like it gets bigger and bigger and spreads out further and further. How many bodies are they finding as they're like they're breaking new ground? Yeah. Like <laughs> cuz you know a lot of these casinos they built downward. Yeah, and oh, so yeah, sure. they're probably breaking through walls, finding skeletons, and just moving on. Yep, dude. Like, I mean, they. I mean, they don't know where uh, Hoffa went, right? He's buried in the desert. He's got. Somewhere. He's probably out here, man. <laughs> he's he's buried in the desert in Vegas. And we're, we're at New York, New York, right now. Yeah, yeah, probably here. Pretty sure Elvis stayed here. 
Yeah, he did. Don't know how that's related, <laughs> but yeah, he did. No, no, well, like, just getting for the time. Just let's see, you know. Time wise, yeah. is I mean that Elvis was actually um, maybe that, that that was the same time frame. Yeah. I know this is definitely a, a Rat Pack town, dude. For did sure. Did Elvis perform out here, or was he more of like a Memphis? No, thing? you know, I'm gonna be honest, dude. I don't even fucking care. <laughs> I don't, I, at this point, I don't fucking care. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't. I don't. This town is so thick with with lore and history. It's pointless to even learn it right so what are we gonna do for what are we gonna do tonight let's let's get into the right yeah so into the evening i'm wiped so whatever we're doing i don't want to walk you're tired yeah south point sounds fine i really don't have a problem with going back man. it sounds it sounds far my problem with south point <laughs> it is far oh dude if you just want to go downstairs that's great too it sounds like my problem with south point is that when we land there we develop some sort of mental illness where time is irrelevant like last night when we left, I was like, "Man, this is good. We're gonna get to bed by like nine or 10. You're like, "Hey, it's three a.m." <laughs> yeah, dude, time dilation exists. It was crazy, dude. man. So my fear is with the flight at six a.m. I probably shouldn't do that. Well, I got one for you. We yeah. are gonna have to walk, but okay, you're gonna like it. What is it? We're gonna, we're gonna go to the castle across the street. Excalibur. <laughs> Let's go. Let's dive into the belly of the beast. We're gonna. I saw this list of like no the top Jameson. five, the top five, what? No, no Jameson, the top five places you don't need to go on the strip, and Excalibur was like in the top five. I don't think it was. It number was all one, top five. It was just different like sections of Excalibur. Excalibur, Luxor, like we're on that side of the strip. Like we're right at the edge of it. Surprise, New York, New York wasn't on that list. No, we're so <laughs> the the literal street right there separating. Excalibur from us. Yeah. That to me is like a perfect bisection of very low tier Vegas versus mid tier. And then right after Bellagio, I'm sorry, right before Bellagio in that little gap of like Venetian, Aria, Cosmo, that to me is the upper echelon. Dude, for real though. I then even further down though. So like you have the strat that's at the very north. Yeah. Oh yeah, you, like, you have the But the, that brand new in Resorts World. Yeah. There, there's a couple little uh, flyaways over on that side. I think if you drew a, a kind of an angular line from Aria over to Venetian, just across that line would be all your real nice hotels. Golly, that's how they should market this place. Like, all right, here's the strip. <laughs> if you hold it like this, yeah, top tier, middle tier, low. Yeah, th- these <laughs> are the packages. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you, this can, is, you can buy packages. Like, so how much money are you going to bring with you? Oh, so it sounds like you need to be right here near the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got 250 bucks? You know, I want to do a challenge next time, too. Next time we come to Vegas, I want to I want to stay at a Motel 6. <laughs> okay, you're coming alone. <laughs> no, like, I, want to, I want to stay at like, uh, the La Quinta Inn. I, 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 want, to, I want the Vegas experience from, uh, from like a real low point of view. I think <laughs> you, like, you and I have such different things about <laughs> Vegas we enjoy, because you love the grit. I do. And I, I love do. the pomp and circumstance. So, like, <laughs> when I come, I want to do top-tier stuff. We have to meet in the middle. That's what keeps happening. Yeah. Because I'm like, hey, do you want to stay? You want to get a corner suite or, like, a, a view of the fountain from Bellagio? And then you're like, hey, man, do you want to stay in a knapsack off of the side of the road? <laughs> and I'm like, why don't we meet in the middle and do New York, New York? <laughs> For me, so what I like about the Vegas experience, like, oh, God, that's exactly what it's called, the Vegas experience. That's what this whole thing is also titled, by the way. The Vegas Experience. The podcast episode? Yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. We're not going to put my last name on this either. <laughs> so, yeah. but We no. haven't said it yet? Oh, no. no. I've said it at some point. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. There's no I'm point sure. in trying to pedal out of this now, man. No, no. But just whenever we title it. We're not gonna... Don't put your name on the title. Yeah. I'm just going to say v- the Vegas Experience. Tyler Sessions. I can't Vegas promise experience. that. 
<laughs> if you're trying to disconnect yourself from the things we've said here, uh, it's too late. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need the hard drive and all your Yeah, copies. I'm going to need final editing say on this. The, <laughs> the only thing I'll probably do is dial down the moments where even both of us are like, I don't think I'm appropriately getting my point across and I'm just sounding like a dick. Yeah, if we sound like we're just like targeting specific <laughs> sections of society, like... I think what's what's missing from the conversation is the uh, massive amount of self-deprecation we do all day. Yeah. There's really no targeting anyone. We just shit on the whole world, ourselves included. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't want to come off like I think I'm above anybody. No, we're quite aware we're not. Yeah, I, I know I'm near the bottom. <laughs> yeah, that, that's... I mean, we, we grew up being well aware of that, and then um, I've never let that go. No matter how well I'm doing in life, I'm always aware that I am a bottom tier person. <laughs> yeah. So coming back to the Vegas experience. Yeah. Like, so what I think is like really interesting to me, like, like I, I like doing the, the upper tier stuff. Like I've, we've, I've done the whole, you've done it all. Yeah. Staying at Aria and doing that whole stuff. But, but you really are so attracted to the, just like wallowing at the bottom of this town. To me, I just, there's something that shines about that. That I don't, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I do. You, honestly though, I get it. The you know, struggle. I travel. I travel down there with you, and there is, you know, what it is. It's it. It helps you kind of respect where you are in life when you see what the bottom can look like. It's humbling. Yeah, and you you realize like, okay, well, I'm obviously not the millionaire in the penthouse, but I'm also not struggling that hard, and it's nice to know where I sit. It's cool to be balling in the lower tier, <laughs> knowing yeah. that I could break into the upper tier. But just like being in the middle and being towards the lower middle. I mean, the definition of comfort for me is living below my means. Yeah. And so oh, absolutely. that's literally how you do Vegas. You just do Vegas below your means and you're just always comfortable. And that's the kind of Vegas you do. Yeah. <laughs> Where you're like, well, if things go absolutely horrid for me tonight, the worst case scenario is that I'm just sleeping out here with these guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, oh. It's, I, I get the charm in it though. I mean, the truth is it's because we, I think we understand those people better than we understand the, uh, high heels dresses and suits cruising around town and like going to get cocktails at 2 a.m like i don't i don't get that crowd i don't think like that i definitely i don't try to pretend i'm somebody i'm not you know what i mean i'm not going to dress myself up and act like i'm some hyper successful debutante the truth is i'm I'm kind of a shitty person with blend in with the others <laughs> instead of trying to mix with the others or trying to fit in with the others and blend with the others. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I feel like, like you think you did a thing there, but I don't follow. Like I'm not trying to fit in with the suits, but I'm trying to blend with the shirts. Yeah. I still don't know. Blend Why with not the let's workshop that. We're circling it. We can come back to it. Put it yeah. on the board. You know what? Just dock the last ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so but I, I, I know what you mean, though. It, it is really just... The truth is, that's just where we fit, man. I, I think we're dancing around it, but, like, look at us. That's where we fit. Yeah, oh, that, for sure. That's who we are. It, it's If you were to come to me and, and, you know, find me... What are you fucking doing right now? Sorry, I had... I've, my, my phone's been ringing. I was like, I gotta, I gotta see what this... Okay, fine. This I guess we'll just... Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so Excalibur. No. That's not where we were. Oh, I thought we were talking about... <laughs> I knew you were gone for the last five minutes. You checked out. I was just saying the truth is we're dancing around it, but we are shitty. We belong down there, dude. Like, we are South Point people. <laughs> we're not Aria people. Like, it's, as much as we want to pretend, we know this town well. We know where we fit. You are white trash. Yeah, dude. I, it is what it is. Like, you know, it. Uh, you can... Give me money, but that doesn't make me cultured. I'm still just kind of a moron who 
gets along better with people that are struggling. I don't do well with, I don't understand rich people. Like I go to bed every night stressed out about everything all the time, no matter how much money I have. So the people who are just like waking up wondering where their Bloody Mary are and thinking nothing about what they owe, I don't get that. I don't fuck, I can't vibe with that. So, you know, you go to South Point and you can tell every single person there's worried about their cell phone bill. And I get those people. <laughs> yeah, dude, absolutely. We, you saved a little bit of money, and you just wanted to escape reality. Yes. for a few days. It's like I said. I like financially, I do better now than I've ever done. But my mentality is the same. I'm constantly stressed and worried, and I I meet people who are financially comfortable, like mentally financially comfortable. Because financial financial comfort's not a number; it's a mentality. Yeah. You know, oh, you can absolutely. that number moves for everybody, but you meet people who are like they don't think about money. And I see, you know, they're out here in Vegas for sure at the nicer places. I don't fucking get them, man. So, I don't get it either. Yeah, we yeah. go down to South Point where everybody's uh, goldfish trying to eat a smaller goldfish. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> eating goldfish? Didn't you, when we were children, eat a goldfish and puke it up because we saw it on Jackass? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, re- I recall my stepmom yelling at me because there was vomit in the sink. Because we didn't have the wherewithal to clean it up after you did the trick. Man, I did it once, and then I, I was like, oh, I could do that again, no problem. He oh, he never... He didn't come back <laughs> up. Just, Yeah, Chris's big trick was just eating a goldfish. <laughs> I was able to do it successfully one time. I do recall... Yeah, you made it happen once, and the second time, you just ate a goldfish. <laughs> Jesus, he's gone now. <laughs> and I believe we did it in front of a few people, right? Yeah, we did. That was awesome. Yeah, it, I think it took probably about 15 to 20 minutes before we all just silently walked away agreeing that, well, that's just going to work its way through Chris now. If that doesn't say the type of people we get along with, then I don't know what does. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's a great allegory for why we go to South Point. Yeah, right there. Because I don't know a single person in an Armani suit here who's ate a goldfish and tried to puke it up in front of their friends. <laughs> But there's probably two or three dudes at South Point that you can find that did the exact same thing. Man, these are good people. You know what I'm starting to think about? Salt of the <laughs> earth, the man. Salt of the earth. There's probably dudes in Armani suits that probably dropped roofies and girls' drinks back in college. Yeah. I, too, <laughs> like to subscribe to the idea that everyone wealthier than me is shitty. Yeah. Because it makes me feel better. The truth is, I have a few clients and close friends that are extremely wealthy that make me realize that, like, there are a lot of rich people who just are good people. Oh, <laughs> and and so there's no excuse for why I behave the way I behave. Yeah. It's just uh, it's just the way we're wired. That's why I'm that's <laughs> I'm saying like I try to have self-acceptance, which is why when I, you know, start to uh, shit on a group of people like trust me, I'm in there with you. <laughs> I'm just as horrid and destitute as anyone. So let's close this chapter. I'm going to go or this part 2. I think it, this is a pro- we, I mean, we might do another. I don't we know. We might have a part but 3. I think we should sign off. On the off chance that we forget, because we're going to South Point, and God knows what happens to All us right. there. How do you do your sign-offs? What, what, what it's is just the... usually a, a sweet goodbye, and then I just give them a little kiss on the forehead. All right, ready? Yeah. Who's going to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. Goodbye. All right. Wait, I just... Oh, wait. <laughs> no, but, but you... <laughs> okay, no, but you, you go ahead. No. No, you... Yep. Oh. <laughs> This is okay. Been the- <laughs> Chris is gonna go first, and then I'll go. Okay, okay Chris, you go ahead. Okay, all right. Well, this has been my episode of the Sessions Podcast, and I want to title it "The Vegas Experience." So, this is uh, the Vegas Experience, and I'm Chris signing off. You don't want to apologize for what? <laughs> just, just us in general. Trust me, it's it's due. Okay, okay. You'll you hear this, and you'll go, "Damn, I don't know why I didn't apologize <clears throat> at the end." <clears throat>
let me go ahead and I, you know what here hold on I actually have a speech prepared for this yeah he's got it folded up he's always <clears throat> ready for this shit my fellow humans of earth <laughs> if you happen to hear this podcast and you happen to know me in real life then just know that everything I that I stand by <laughs> no, all of this I stand by everything <laughs> I just said um, no we, we're aware we're contentious people thank you for listening <laughs> yeah, yeah well this is Chris I'm out yeah, bye, Chris. All right, bye, guys. All right, bye-bye. <laughs>